Gemara Ta'anit Daf Tet We begin today's Daf on Chet Amuzbet And we are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 Lines from the bottom Amar B'Yohanan Gadol Yom HaGeshamim Kiyom Kibbutz Galuyot Gemara says that The day of rain Is as great as the day of Kibbutz Galuyot Of the uh, ingathering of the exiles When they come to Israel Israel Praying to God <coughs> Return us Return those that are in Shibya uh, Shibya is in uh, captivity Now what does the word Afikim mean? Afikim Afikim so therefore the Pasuk is comparing Kibbutz Galuyot to like the rains like the rain in a dry area that even the uh, soldiers on the day of rain they stop fighting that when you See the the furrows starting to get plowed by the rain. So the soldiers in the army have to have to stop because I guess they can't go out in the rain. The Gemara says that the reason why the rain stop is because people make pledges. In public, and they don't pay. Again, in a geshemim ni'atzerim and b'shul poskei sedaka barabi, they pledge sedaka barabi, ve'en notim, but they don't end up paying it. So what's the midah? Can I get midah? She ne'emar nesiim. Nesiim is clouds. Veruah, and there's wind. So all the all the variables of the rain are there. You got the wind, you got the clouds. However, ve'geshem ayin, but it doesn't rain. Because of a person that pr- takes pride or praises himself with a false, a false donation, which means that, the, that she explains the midah connected midah that just like the guy who donates and doesn't he pledges and doesn't give it, so he's a bl- he's bluffing, which means everybody thinks he's going to give it, he doesn't give it. Similarly, Hashem bluffs the rain; he brings the clouds, he brings the wind. But that ends up not materializing. Look at that sheet on the bottom. This is Inverua. Baim de Olam. Kiilu Geshamim Yordim. As if the rains are going to fall. Venam Yordim. Bishvila Isha Metalebe Matat Sheker. Tekeshem Shu Ose the Panim. Umahanif et Anim. Afshamai Mahanifim et Aris. So just like if the, the rich guy or the, the, the guy who pledges not the rich guy, the guy who pledges bluffs the people so Hashem bluffs the people also with this what does it mean what's the double language give 10% give the 10% in order that you become wealthy Rabbi Yohanan, he saw, he found the child of Rishlakish. Amalei emali pesukha. 
tell me what pasuk are they teaching you? What pasuk did you learn today? Umale aset taaser. So the boy told him aset taaser. Umale umay aset taaser. What does that mean aset taaser? So umale aser bishvish etetasher. He told him uh, give you ten percent in order that you become wealthy. So the Gemara says umale minalach. How do you know that? So Amale, so he told him, Zil Nase. Go uh, go test, go test Hashem and you'll see. Amale o Misharil in Asuyela Kadosh Baruchu. Are you allowed to test a Kadosh Baruchu? Raketiv Lotinasuat Hashem. Amale Haki Amaravoshaya Hutzmizu. So he said that the Rabbi Shaya said that this is the exception. Hotz mizu, shene emar, haviu et kol ma'aser el bet ha'otzar, vihi teref bebeti u'bahanuni na bazot. Amar Hashem shivaot im lo eftach lachem et arubot ha'shamayim v'arikuti lachem beracha ad belidai. So the Navi says, bahanuni na bazot. You can test me, see if I don't open up the heavens. And give you a beracha unlimited. My adbelidai. What does it mean adbelidai? Amar mi barhama amada achi blusuf totechem elomar dai until your lips get worn out from saying dai. So that was the uh, the conversation that um, the yinuka of the shlakish had with Rabbi Yohanan. Who is the yinuka of the shlakish? That she says in the top. Ben Achoto Shil Rabbi Yohanan Ben Achoto Shil Rabbi Yohanan Meaning it was Rabbi Yohanan's nephew Ulachal Mitato Shil Rishlakish And it was after Rishlakish uh, passed away Rabbi Yohanan uh, got angry at Rishlakish And caused Rishlakish to pass away uh, Rishlakish was married to Rabbi Yohanan's sister So this was his nephew Next to Shil Amal Yinukal Rabbi Yohanan my asset ta'asir. So the Yinuka asked Rabbi Yohanan, What is asset ta'asir? So he told him back, Asir b'shvir shetetashir. So the Amal the Yinuka. So then the child asked, Are you allowed to do that? Ah, it says, Lotanasu. So Rabbi Yohanan answers, I heard from Rabbi Shaya that you're allowed when it comes to this. Because it says, Ubahanuni na. And uh, that's a big kedusha of Rabbi Yosha'ya that you're allowed to test God when it comes to giving the ma'asid. So Amar so the Yinuka answers back to Rabbi Yohanan, his uncle. He says, If I would have gotten to that pasuk on my own, lo havid sarichna lach or lo sha'ya rabbach, I wouldn't need you, and I wouldn't need the interpretation of uh, Rabbi Yosha'ya, which means it's a befirush pasuk. You know, it's not such a big hadush you're saying uh, if, if I would have gotten to this pasuk myself I would have figured it out I just didn't get to that pasuk yet so uh, you know, it's a it's pasuk it's, it's obvious I wouldn't need you or wouldn't need you which means he's saying it's explicit in the in, in the pasuk so the Gabbara says look at the Tosafot for a second this is on Protestant right? well look at Tosafot Tosafot I said to said Achi ita b'sifri Aser ta'aser It's called Tavu'at zar'icha Which is the wheat Hayoseh as-sadeh shana shana 
teaches me wheat. But let's say you make money from Ribit. You charge Goyim interest. From business you made money. All other profits you also have in Maaser. It comes to include all profits. They just could have said in the pasuk, you wheat. My call, let a boat repeat to Perechmatia, the whole davash marviyabo. So it's coming to include all all prophets. Vachinami ika, Bakada. It says in the Midrash, Yutsea Sade, Shana Shana, Kilomar. In Lota, Sir Sadeka Kehogen, if you don't give Master properly, Loye Lecha, El Hayutse Menasede. You're only going to have what you give from the field. Kilomar lo yase sadecha ela kefi maserot shayu kodem lachin. The field is only going to end up producing ten percent what you used to give. Instead of producing a hundred, and you give ten uh, percent away, so you're left with ninety, and the uh, sadakah gets ten. The sadakah Hashem is going to keep the ninety for Himself, and you're going to end up only with ten. The hainu hayutzem and asade. What you used to spend on the ma'asir, it was a rich man. He had a field that produced 1,000 kur. And he gave 100 kur every year ma'asir. Mm-hmm. When he was about to die, he called his son. Every year it makes a thousand kur. Make sure you give the hundred kur like I did. And he did he followed as far as instructions. Produced a thousand, he gave a hundred. The next year he said, oh, it's a lot of money to give hundred kur a year. I'm not giving it. The next year he only produced a hundred. His uh, expenditure on tzedakah ended up becoming his whole profit. So the guy had sa'ar. He felt bad. And the family heard how his, his wealth decreased. So they came to him. And they were all dressed in their finest clothes. Why are you happy on my demise? You're enjoying, you're reveling in the fact that I lost all this money. Should we have mercy on you? You caused it to yourself. How come you didn't give the ma'asir properly? Give it to 
Ayita Malabai Bakadosh Baruchu Kohen. You were the landlord, and the Kadosh Baruch Hu was the Kohen. He gave him the ten percent. Shaya Maasir Chelko Liten Naniim. The Achshav Shelo Hefrash Tachelko. No, now that you didn't give God His Chelik, the the roles reversed. Shaya Kadosh Baruch Hu Malabai. God became the Malabai. Vata Kohen Sheen Sadecha Oseh. Still making the same a thousand, but the divi is different. That's what it means in the pasuk in Bamidbar. When he doesn't give the masrot properly, he's going to only have. The Kadashim, only the part that's Kodesh. Ve'ishet Kadashav lo yeh is going to be left with only the Kodesh part. Kelomar ha'maaser ma'aser amru hachamim ha'me'akev ma'aserotav. Somebody that holds back the ma'aserot le'sof ba shelo yelo ela echad me'aser. He's going to end up only having ten percent. Shnei kedichtiv vezer ha'chomer yaseh efa. The Efa Gimal Se'in. The Efa has three Se'in. Ubechomer Yeshlamet Se'in. So therefore, the three, the Efa is a Ma'asir of a Homer. So instead of making the Homer, he's making the Efa. He ends up with only 10% of what he. ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-ה-
and this secret of ma'asir. Why is it that if you give this, uh, you know, magical number of ma'asir, that automatically that brings us uh, to wealth? It has to be a, a logic in that percentage. Why is it not 11%? Why is it not 15%? Where they get the inyan of the ma'asir? So we explained it once that the Benish High writes that there's three shemot of Panasa. Uh, that a person should have kavana when he says potayachadecha. It must be alechol haylasol. He says you should have kavana potayachetyadecha is rashetevot pe alef yud. That's she. That's a shem kadosh pe alef yud, which equals ninety one. And he says you should have kavana also sofetevot potayachadecha, which is het tap chaf. Which is also a shame of Panasa, and that's uh, equals 428. So 428 plus 91 is 519. 428 to 91. Okay, so then he says the third uh, shame. The third shame is Samich Alef Lamid. Of the Shem Hatach. The Chet is switched for a Samich, and the Tap is switched with an Aleph, and the Chap is switched with a Lamid, based on the Atbash system. And that equals another 91. So 519 plus 91 is 610. If you take the word Ma'asir, Mem is 40, and Ayin is 70, so that's 110, and Sin Resh is 500. So Ma'asir equals 610, which is connected the three Shemot of the Panasah. So therefore when a person gives his Ma'asir, somehow he plugs into the three Shemot, and therefore once you plug into the three Shemot, that brings the reality. Now all of a sudden it brings, uh, it brings the wealth by, uh, you know, by default, because the, 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 the Ma'asir is already uh, that connection. Comes the Gemara and says... <coughs> Now we want to ask a question on this. The question is asked. It says, uh, and you can test me, and I'll give you a beracha ad beridai. The question is, what does it mean ad beridai? So the Gemara says, ad shiblusif totechem milomar dai, until your lips become worn out by saying dai. Now, the only problem is that when you say the word dai, you don't use your lips. Uh, dai is used with the tongue and the palate. Uh, certain letters you need your lips to say. Right? A mem, a pe. But a dalin and a yud, you don't need lips to say. So what does it mean until your lips will be worn out? So what it means simply is, and since you don't use your lips to say dai, so therefore there will be an unlimited beracha. That's the way the Gibbara is saying it. The Gibbara knows that the lips are not used. In the word die. So it's saying until your lips get worn out from saying die, which and it'll never happen. So that's the way the Gemara is saying that the Berakha will be unlimited. If it would have said until your palate gets worn out, okay, so eventually the power will get worn out. So therefore, that means there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a restriction to the Berakha. If you say, you know, hey, it's like saying, you know, until, you, until your nose falls off, your nose falls off from saying die. Your nose will never fall off from saying die. Exactly. That's the point. It'll never happen. Therefore, Comes the Gemara and says, 
Furthermore, Ashkechei Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan found the Yenukad Rishlakish, the child of Rishlakish, Yativ Amad. He was quoting a pasuk, Ivelit Adam Tesadlev Darcho, Ve'al Hashem Yizaf Libo. Ivelit Adam, Ivelit is the Hebrew word. But we have an English word that's corresponding to that Hebrew word of Ivelit. <coughs> In he, English, if somebody does something terribly wrong, we say it's evil. Evil is like from the Hebrew word, Ivelit. Ivelit came from that word. So, Ivelit Adam, the evil of a person or the sin of a person, to salif tarkot, causes them to go off the path. And then he gets angry at God. When God comes to punish him, and what does the guy say? <laughs> why is God doing this to me? So why is God doing this to me? It's, it's, it's you, I don't know. But most people don't make a correspondence between their sins and the punishment of God. So that claims, hey, I'm such a good guy, why is God doing this to me? That was the passage he was learning. So Yativ, Rabbi Yohanan, they come Rabbi Yohanan, when he got to this pasuk, he was wondering, Ahmad, Mi'ika midi dichtivi bechetuve, Delore mizi beoraita. Is there something that's written in Mishle that we don't have an allusion to it from the Torah itself? Just everything that's written in the Ketubim has to have a, a source from the Torah. Where's the allusion to this concept in the Torah? So Amadeh, so the, the child, his nephew, tells him, why is it not alluded? Remember the brothers of Yosef? When things started to go wrong for them in Egypt, so what did they say? Hey, what is God doing to us? What do you mean, what is God doing to you? You forgot that you took your brother and threw him into a, a pit? So Ivelet Adam Adam Darko. And what they claim is hey, what's God doing? So the Yinukat tells Rabbi Hanan it's a Anyway, Rabbi Hanan felt that his nephew was very sharp. The Hazabe. So all of a sudden you start to look at him. Rabbi Hanan had very big eyebrows. Say, like he lifted his eyebrows to see, you know, who's this, uh, you know, smart aleck uh, kid over here? Atya Imme. So the mother of uh, the child, that's Abu Hanan's sister, Afikte, grabbed him. <coughs> Come away. Amrale, Tamikame. Move away from this rabbi. You shouldn't do to you what he did to your father. Last time uh, Rabbi Hanan lifted his eyebrows against the Shlakish, it was a deathly look. So then he said, I don't want this rabbi to be makpid on you. If he's makpid and he looks at you the wrong way, it could be uh, dangerous. So he, uh, he saved him. Ama Rabbi Hanan. Matad b'shvil yachid. Panazad b'shvil rabbim. What does that mean? When it comes to rain, if one person in the town needs the rain, Why? Let's say he planted later than everybody. He was delayed, so he planted his fields later. It rained already, but those rains didn't benefit him because he planted late in the season. So now, Borei Olam will bring a special rain just for that guy. 
rain, you don't need the sibur zechut to get rain, even on an individual basis. Boreolam will bring rain to that kais field. Mata b'shvil yachid. However, when it comes to panasa, panasa is that not only is the uh, wheat going to grow, but there's going to be beracha in the wheat that will give the person uh, profit or give the person satiation. That's called panasa. That only comes in the zechut of the rabim. That cannot come on the count of one individual even this guy although it will rain for him and his wheat will grow but doesn't mean it's going to be berakha necessarily in the wheat the parnasah you need the zikhut of the rabbi so you must say parnasah matar b'shvil yachid dikhtib yiftach adonai lecha etot sarwatov latet metar arsecha yiftach Hashem lecha says to you the individual latet metar arsecha and each one gifted us a gift Ve'eluhen, Be'er, Ve'anan, Uman. The Be'er is the wealth, and then the Ananek Kavot, and the man. Who gave us what? Be'er, Beskut Periyam. Amud Anan, Beskut Aharon. Man, Beskut Moshe. Meta Miriam, when Miriam died, what happened? Nestalek Be'er. Shene'emar, Vatam, Ocham Miriam. And what does it say right after Miriam passed away? Uchtim Patre. The people lost the water. And then the well came back to the Zikhut of Moshe and Aharon. Met Aharon, the Stalek, and the Nekavod. Shneemar, the Ishmah, Kenani, Melech Arad. What did the king of Arad hear? He heard that Aharon died. Then Stalekhu, and the Nekavod. So now the Jewish people are vulnerable. I can go fight them. And they were afraid when Aharon died. Why? Whenever you see the word ki in the pasu, ki can be interpreted in one of four ways. It can be explained e, that's if. Dilma is maybe. Ela is coming like to answer. And deha is because. In this pasuk, it's deha. Because the pasuk is saying, the people were afraid. Why were they afraid? Deha, because Aharon died. Why were they afraid because he died? Because Anani Kavod left. And now Anna, the, the, the Kanani were able to, to penetrate. So comes the Gemara and says, and she gives you the whole derash on this over here, of how the key is used in four different ways. <coughs> anyway, the Gemara says, So now both items came back the Be'er and the Anani Kavod. Plus the man, which was already in Moshe's zikhut. So basically, Moshe Rabbeinu was giving us everything. Met Moshe, Nistalekukulan. Moshe Rabbeinu died. 
we lost everything. Like it says in the Pasuk, it says, God says, I took away the three leaders in one month. Well, that's not true. They didn't die in the same month. Did they die in the same month? Miriam dies in Nisan. So each one died in their respective months. I couldn't say that three of them died in one month. That they lost all three items in one month. It was a Moshe Rabbein who died. It was like they all died. Because they lost all the matanot that were being gifted from the three tzaddikim. So it was as if that the three tzaddikim died under one move. But what do you see from over here? Alma. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, Moshe Rabbeinu, who was an individual, and he brought the Parnassah for all B'nai Israel, because in his Zichut, brought the man. I thought it doesn't work that way. He said, Parnassah, Bishri Rabbim. Moshe Rabbeinu is Yahid. And of course, the Gemara is going to answer that no, Moshe Rabbeinu is like a Rabbim. Why? Shani Moshe, Kevin de Rabbim, Since he wasn't asking for Parnassah for himself, since he was asking for the Parnassah for the Rabim, so therefore his status is like Rabim. It's like Kleisel is talking through Moshe. And therefore he has a deen of Rabim, and therefore he was able to bring the Parnassah. Ravuna Barbanawa, Rav Shmuel Bar Iti, Rav Hiya, Mevastanya, Havu Shekhi Kamed Ravah. They used to learn, these three rabbis used to learn by uh, Ravah. They were students of Ravah. When Rabbah passed away, they needed to look for a new rabbi. So they started to become students of Rabbah. Anytime Rabbah would say a halakha, but they didn't like the halakha because it wasn't like they learned from Rabbah. They would make uh, gestures to each other. And Rav Papa was realizing that the students were not uh, enjoying his halachot from the gestures that they were making. But it caused them tsar. So it says, halaj da'seh. It caused them uh, to get upset. Or the students are not respecting his divret uh, So akriyu bihalmeh. So they came to him in a dream. And what was the dream that they told him? They told him the following pasuk. Fe'achid et shiloshet haro'im. I will get rid of the three leaders. As if to say that these three students are going to leave the world. God wants to punish them because they embarrassed the rabbi. So God said, that's it. The three leaders, the three students, they're going to leave the world. The next day when they were leaving the yeshiva, there's so different interpretations. He said, go in peace. One interpretation is he was telling them, you know, go find a new yeshiva. I don't want God to punish you on account that you're not uh, respecting me properly. So therefore, go in peace. Don't come back. You know, go, go find another uh, Rosh Yeshiva and go study over there. Some actually say, some, some actually say, which is the Maharsha, that because our Girsa is Lizluna Baran Bishlama, Lech Bishalom, that's something you usually tell a person that's on the way to his death. Mm. So therefore he understood that from that dream that they weren't going to make it. So instead of telling them which is something we tell the living, 
he told him Lech Bishalom as if to say you know, uh, you know good luck but uh, the dream <laughs> the dream is the dream two different interpretations Ravshimi Bar Asher Ravshimi Bar Asher Havashkiyah Kamed Rapapa also not a story with Rapapa Ravshimi Bar Asher used to go to the Shi'ur of Rapapa Everything that Papa said, he asked him questions. He gave him a hard time. Which means he saw that he asked him a question and he put his head down. God should save me from the embarrassment of Shimi. Because we asked him very hard questions. He couldn't always answer him. So you're saying, please save me from uh, the uh, the embarrassment of the student over here. I don't have the answers. That's it. If she accepted upon himself, he's going to be silent. Actually, he's not going to ask him any more questions. The after we go back to what we said above. The shlakish also says, that rain can come even on account of an individual. Ask Hashem rain during the season. Hashem Hazizim. God will make spots in the in the sky. Wow. For one guy, Leish, for one blade of grass in his field that needs the water. So you see, it's not for everybody. It's even coming for an ish. Okay, maybe for the ish, but at least it will rain on all his fields. Meaning, even if only one field needs it. That it will even come down. For one man, on one field, on one grass, blade of grass on that field. That's how personal the rain is. Rabbi had a field. So every day we go check it to see, you know, make sure the fence is up, make sure it's proper. See how the trees are doing. Amad ha mishnah he would say, ah, this row needs rain, this row doesn't need, this one needs. He would point to the rows, to the furrows that needed the rains. What happened? The rain would land exactly where he pointed, wherever he needed it. That means it was such a, like a, a that he was able to direct the rain like a sprinkler system, exactly to bring it exactly where he needed it. My Hashem also Hazizim. Certainly, Pasuk that Hashem makes Hazizim. What is Hazizim? Amar Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Harina, Melamed, Shekol Sadik Besadik, that Kadosh Baruch Hu also lo Haziz b'fnei atzmo. That every Sadik God gives them a personal cloud, their own rain cloud that comes specifically to their field in order to give them the rain. My Hazizim. What does this mean? Amar Yehuda Porchot. <laughs> Porchot is uh, Porchot is rain clouds. That each tzaddik gets their own personal rain cloud that comes to the uh, 
to their fields. Amar Yochanan, Siman Lamatar. If you want to see man that the rain is coming, porhot. When you see the, uh, I don't know what they call the cumulus cloud or the other type of cloud, but when you see the rain cloud called porhot, then you know already the rains are coming. My porhot. Amar Papa Iba Kedisha Tute Iba which means you have fine clouds that are under thick clouds. So when you have thick cloud coverage on top and you have thin clouds underneath it, you see that type of system. Then you know the rains are coming. That's called Hazizim. Amar of Yehuda Nehila. Period. Amar of Yehuda Nehila Mekamem Matra. When you see like a light rain, like a drizzle, that's called Nehila. That comes before the rain. Ate Mitra. Then you know, get ready. The big rain is coming. When it starts to drizzle, that's a sign that the big rain is ahead. However, Batar Mitra. When you see a drizzle after the rain, after a big rain, pasak bedra. That already is a sign that the rain is going going to stop. Now, how do you remember that? You have to remember it. How do you remember that before the rain? That means the rain is coming. Meholta is the uh, the sieve that they use in order to sift the the flour, which means. Um, what happens in the beginning? Uh, I guess the the fine flour comes out first, which is the small, and then uh, eventually the bigger pieces come after. So therefore, similarly, that first the fine rain comes and the big rain. The batar mitra pasik mitra, and after the rain, it means it's going to stop. The simanach haria de okay. Uh, if you want to hear this mashal, it's the uh, excrement of the goats, as you can imagine. <laughs> that uh, initially it's one big push, and then uh, eventually it trickles out uh, at the end. So then you know he's done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> The Chazah Porhot. So you saw these clouds, the Porhot clouds. Malehu Panu Maneh. Bringing the lawn, the 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 lawn furniture. Bringing the barbecue. The Hashda Atemitra, because the rain's coming. The Sof Lo Atemitra. The end it didn't rain. Amar Ki Echi De Meshakreb Avlaeh. Echi Meshakreb Mitraihu. Just like the Babylonians lie. The clouds lie also. Even the clouds in Babel are liars, just like the people. Yeah, well, we learned on the other Gemara that said when people make pledges and they don't pay, so therefore God brings the clouds, but He doesn't bring the rain. So He said, oh, it must be that that, that similar uh, concept in Babel. Ula eklan Babel. Ula came to Babel. Hazeh, he saw, Melot Sanad Tamre Bezuzah. There was a, a whole basket full of dates, uh, very cheap. You buy for one zoos, you get a whole basket. You get a, such cheap food over here, a basket of uh, honey for uh, one zoos. Which means they have no. Panasapams and the Babylonians are not studying Torah like they should. They should sit and learn all day long. 
There's no, there's no problem with panasa for one, one, uh, one penny. You can get such, such food like this. And the Babylonians are not studying Torah. Anyway, after he tasted them, he gave him a stomachache. So he was in pain the whole night. So the next morning he changed his uh, song. It's a, it's a basket full of knives that they have over here. And still the Babylonians are learning Torah. That means even though they have this rotten food over here that you can't, you can't even live with it. Wow, even though the food is very painful over here, and still the Babylonians are studying Torah. Tanya. Now we get into a very interesting diyun uh, in the Gemara. Gemara is discussing the source of rain. How does the rain, uh, the rain cycle, where does it come from? Tanya. Ukianos is the Oceanus. Oceanus is the uh, <coughs> is the oceans. So what happens? Uh, the clouds form over the oceans from the uh, evaporation, and then the wind comes and blows the clouds off the ocean onto the earth, and it rains. And then what happens after it rains? The water goes back into the ocean. So the rain is just being recycled over and over again. Which means it's possible that the rain uh, that we have today is the same rain that uh, from the time of Adam Rishon. There's no new water. It's the same water that's just getting uh, uh, recycled from the ocean to the earth, trickles back to the ocean, comes back up, and just uh, back and forth. Everything is uh, uh, in the in the we call the ecosystem. That's according to the Bidi Isaac, that all the waters come from Oceanus. And he brings a proof. It means the clouds get filled up from the earth, which is the waters that are on the earth. The clouds get filled up, and then they uh, spread it out to the land. Only one problem. If it's coming from Oceanus, Oceanus, the oceans, they're salty. The rains are not salty. So, therefore, how do you explain that? He asked him. So he says, They get sweetened in the clouds, which is an amazing thing, which we know it to be scientifically true as well. That the rain, when it goes into the clouds, it becomes desalinized. How? Yeah, yeah because the sun uh, evaporates the, the water. And the water evaporates and separates from the salt. So it's the water that goes up and the salt remains behind. So that's what he was saying. He says, well, in the process of uh, going into the clouds, <laughs> the way evaporation works, it doesn't take the, uh, the salt. And therefore it stays back. So therefore we have a big chesed of a Kadosh Baruch Hu, the way the evaporation works. <coughs> the government spend millions of dollars on trying to take the salt out of water. And here Kadosh Baruch Hu does it, uh, you know, seamlessly with the sun coming out and the proper uh, ratio and all works. And the Yeshua has a different derech. The Yeshua Omer, Kol Aolam Kulo Mimayim Ha'elyonim Moishote. He says, no, the waters don't start from earth. The waters actually emanate from 
from above. There's a certain sp- uh, place in above. We call it Shamayim. Shamayim is Shamayim. That's where the water is. And uh, that's where the rain comes from. It's a different, uh, different, different derech. Shne'emar, limtar ha-shamayim teshtemayim. From the matar of the shamayim, you'll drink water. But the pasuk says that the cloud will emanate from the earth. That the clouds come from earth. <coughs> Where do the clouds go? They go all the way up. And they open their mouths like a like a pitcher. And God fills them up with the, the rain. <coughs> and they come down. Which means the skies, they pour the water into its clouds. And there's holes in the clouds like a seed. Because otherwise the rain would just splash down. But you see the rain comes down in drops. It's as if there's like uh, holes in the clouds that keeps each drop, you know, separate. And it sprinkles the rain on the ground. Sprinkling of water. From the thickness of the clouds. The Gebra says something amazing. That no two raindrops collide with each other. That each drop, even though they're falling at a rapid pace, even though they're falling from a very high place, that each drop has its own uh, path, and no two drops touch each other, and there's only a hair's breadth separating each drop as well, which is an incredible, uh, some sort of miracle that happens that we take for granted, that if you would go from above and you would just pour water, so it wouldn't turn into uh, drops, I mean, it would just come down in a splash. Uh, here somehow, if you go in the clouds, you, although he says there's a sieve in the clouds, you don't see any sieve in the clouds that's separating the waters, but that's the way it works. Look how great it is. The miracle of a rainy day is tantamount to the creation of the heavens and the earth. So by Biryat Olam it says the word Chaker. By rain it says Chaker. And therefore we make it Gizra Shema Chaker Chaker. That just like by Maaseh Bereshit, it's a great thing. So to the rain is tantamount to the creation of heavens and earth. Comes the Gemara now and wants to see which one of these rabbis is right. Does the rain come from Oceanus or does the rain come from Mishamai? So the Gemara says... <coughs> That God gives rain to the mountains from the upper chambers. That sounds like That sounds like the rains emanate from above. 
Matzav and a Bini Aizer, how's a Bini Aizer going to learn that Pasuk? It says, Kevan, Desalke Lehatam, Mashke Maliotat Karidu. Yeah, although the rains emanate from earth, but the cloud goes up. So since the cloud goes up, you can say Mashkehari Maliyotav. Doesn't mean Maliyotav all the way from the Shamayim up there. It means that from up, the clouds go up in the sky. If you're not going to explain like I said, this is the Bileza talking now. It says, God says in the curses that instead of rain, it's going to rain, you're going to have sandstorms. Minashamayim. Now we know the sand doesn't come from the Shamayim. And what happens? Since the sand flies up to the sky, so it says Minashamayim, although it doesn't, it doesn't come from the Shamayim. So too also, how can I make it? The same thing over here, since the rain goes, goes up, so therefore we call it Maliyotav. One more proof. Kones kaned mehayam. This is in Tehilim. Noten baosarot tehomot. So the derash is like this. Mi garam baosarot sheit maleubar. What caused the otsarot, the granaries, to be filled with wheat? Tehomot. What's tehomot? The waters that come from the ground. Tehomot from underneath. Also, you see what? That's like the Bili Aizir. That sounds like it comes from Oceanus. It says, Kirabi Eliezer. Ivan Abi Yoshua, how's Abi Yoshua going to learn that Pasuk? It says, Ahu, Bibriatoshin Olam. That was when God created the world. Rashi. Kshaya Koda Olam Shatuf Bemayim. When God created the world, the whole world was filled with water. The Kadosh Baruchu Kinsan Bemakomehad. And God gathered the waters to one area. Kimachis Mayim Benod. Like putting uh, water in a, in, a, in a pitcher. God took the waters and put them in otsarot, put them in like uh, uh, deposits, treasures. Shilhol of sand. Because he made the oceans. But how do you preserve them from uh, spreading over the earth? He put a beach there. So the beach is the uh, protection of the wall that protects the water from. That God collected all the waters and put them in Otsarot. That's not talking about the rain. So, therefore, there's no question according to Rabbi Yeshua. Rain really comes from the Shamaim. I just passed over here. It's talking about another thing that happened during Shesh Jameh Maaseh Bereshit. Okay. We basically did all the Tosfotim as well outside. Okay, Baruch Adonai Amen, Amen.